Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 29 of Speaking from the Heart. Today we're going to talk about five things you might not know about me and my business because I think it's really important to not only know a little bit more about what I actually provide as a whole, which we have covered in several different episodes in itself, but getting to know me and my background really helps to establish some of the trust and relationship that you might encounter going through a coach, particularly your speaking voice LLC. Now, I have to also say to preference this that it isn't just about what I provide as a whole, but what you're willing to do to provide yourself with the opportunities to really help yourself get to that next level, which we've been consistently talking about in numerous episodes, not only with my monologues, but also with my guests. But I think that it's really important to not distinguish between what one coach can do over another, especially as I go through my top five things that are about my business and myself. Coaches are different people of all shapes and sizes and also have a repertoire of different types of things that they provide. And I always say to my clients that if I'm not a good fit, I'm always going to find someone or help them find someone that will help them meet their goals. Whether they have asked for it or not, it's really important that I provide that sort of level of accountability and opportunity so that they're able to get to where they need to go. Kicking off my list then for number one, coaching is not simply about helping others achieve their goals or overcome problems. I think that we always say that we need to do goal setting or even need to overcome the things that might be challenging. But I think that oftentimes people read into some of the things that we often provide as a coach thinking that we are trying to solve what clients are going through. And I think that's really important. But I also think it's important to just have a level playing field when it comes to understanding what you might be going through, which is why we go for the conversation of helping yourself and achieve what is really necessary to move forward. It's not simply about achieving and listing the goals that are necessary, but talking through what is really at the heart of each of every one of them. It's really hard sometimes to even go through that exercise without critiquing what is actually happening that is the root cause of it in the first place. So it's not just about what we're trying to achieve as the goal, not only about what we're trying to overcome as the problem, but finding ways deep down inside of how we can actually move forward and working together to find the best solution. Oftentimes, people confuse that as, oh, well, you're just here to make goals and that's it, right? That's not the case. As a matter of fact, this is a soul-searching exercise, and sometimes even with some of my life coaching and even professional development, it's about understanding what you're wanting to do to move forward in your life so that you have the best version of what you want to get at on the other side. It's not also in public speaking about simply helping yourself become a better speaker or achieve that TEDx opportunity of a lifetime or even get on that stage with over 10,000 people. It's about looking at what is causing some of that fear and insecurity in the first place, being able to help you get to that next level. Some people just simply need that training. They might just need an extra skill set or two, and they can often come to a coach to help provide that sort of level of experience and accountability for them to get to that next point. 
Overall, though, it's not just about helping people. It's about seeing what we can provide in order for you to continue growing and not just be a one-stop shop of having to go back every single time a problem occurs. That leads me into number two. Working on yourself does not mean taking on everything all at once. I often fear all the time, I need to do more, I need to do more, I need to do more. But really, doing so much at all at one time can actually become the most overwhelming of experiences for someone, especially a client that might be going through my program, and they might be turned off from wanting to do anything else. And I have to constantly remind that it's not about doing everything at once. It is important to take steps in all of them, but it doesn't mean that they have to be synchronous, meaning that they don't have to be all happening all at once in order for you to make the best progress. I often say, especially starting out, work on at least one, maybe two things, depending on the level, and start to feel comfortable about what change is that you're wanting to accept in your life, in what you're going through, and even what you're trying to do as a whole. Finding the ways in which we're able to take on those small things at first can help lead into the medium-sized goals that we want to achieve or even the problems that we want to address and even work on the bigger ones that might be the most overarching and most scary of them all. Finding the ways in which we're able to take on everything at once might be something that we work on down the road, but it's often important to think about how you move forward once you build that skill set from some of the smaller issues that help to resolve the bigger ones down the road. Helping yourself to realize that you don't have to challenge yourself on every single thing that you want to work on with a coach is really important as a whole. Number three, I have been both professionally trained and personally experienced to handle the many types of coaching scenarios. Over the last 13 plus years of my career, especially in state government, along with the vast amount of experience I've had before that doing blue-collar jobs, including even packaging medical bottles, cleaning buildings as a custodian, and even working as a part-time center supervisor, in which I helped to manage events at a building in which it was being rented by a variety of different groups of people, both professionally and personally and individually, I've learned throughout those many years, even beyond those 13 years, of the sheer importance of working hard. Being able to get degrees in which I've earned my master's in business administration from Alvernia University, my master's in public administration from Shippensburg University, along with my bachelor's in political science communications with a minor in business from Alvernia University, in addition to the almost 12 years that I have belonged to Toastmasters International, Surrounding myself and continuously taking workshops and events in which are challenging the status quo every time of how we process thinking about public speaking, business strategy, life in itself, and even the ways in which we set goals professionally has allowed me to see a worldview that's much bigger. You have seen even in some of these episodes that I have published thus far about the sheer amount of personal experience going through some of the most difficult of things in my entire life. And that's allowed me to see some of the things that often help me relate to my clients, 
where they are going through some sort of mental exercise of challenging their self-beliefs, maybe even going through a diagnosis such as ADHD, OCD, or even autism, which I have talked about my own personal struggles with, and has allowed me to really get a full handle on all the different types of problems, scenarios, and even concerns that you might have coming into this establishment. It isn't to say, though, that because of all these experiences that I'm the right fit for you, which is why I always say to schedule an initial consultation with me before you make any decision whatsoever. It's always important to have that relationship because I might even say to you that I'm not a good fit. And I do that not because of integrity, but the fact that we all need to have those right resources behind us to be able to help us get to that next level. Which leads into my fourth point. There are many resources that I can provide to you as a client to help you succeed, even if I do not have all the answers. Throughout all those years in which I've been able to be trained not only in government, but also nonprofit administration, including even sitting on the board of an organization called the Shalom House, based in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, it's allowed me to see that there's a variety of different opportunities that exist out there that help us to grow, not only as individuals, but knowing that there's a vast network of independent people that are also coaches, practitioners, therapists, psychologists, educators, anything that I didn't mention, those are all possible avenues in which I can connect you with to help you succeed with no additional cost whatsoever. Because I believe in the fact that we need to be able to have an interconnected society to help point people that might not know where exactly to go to find the answers, especially with the wealth of information that's available nowadays. It's easy to Google someone and to be able to find what they're about by getting ratings, information about what the prospective owner is that is trying to get your services, but also helping to understand that maybe you might not have all those answers yourself. Being able to find additional connections through the resources and the growth that you can provide yourself by connecting with someone that knows someone else through a word of mouth, experience, or even personally experiencing the character and the determination of what they're able to do can help you create some of those best successes in addressing some of those resources that you might need. The last thing in which we're going to talk about in a future episode more in depth is that coaching should not be viewed as a luxury, especially if everything is on the line for yourself and your business, which is my fifth and final point. We often think that coaching is always about finding this $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 coach in which they have all the answers, they're willing to solve our problems, and they're willing to take us to that next level because of their vast experience and connections. Sure, some of that might be actually relevant, but some of those coaches are actually making a living on their own and charging that $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 might be the ability for them to feed their family, be able to run their business effectively, but more importantly, invest in themselves with the resources that they have available through the vast network so that they can continue to provide a high-level quality experience each and every time a client comes through the door. 
I always believe in the value that someone brings in themselves. And I always say that it's important to make sure you know your self-worth. And that goes to even what we talk about with coaching, in which we need to think about not just as it is as a luxury, but thinking about how you can actually help yourself by going through all the different things that might be life-changing that might create 10000 50000 $100,000 a year, probably even more, just because you started to see a coach and they're helping to see you get to that next level. It's almost like putting a self-investment in yourself without spending and committing yourself to a four-year program. For me, it's about understanding what value you want to add to yourself and also understanding how you want to get to that next level so that I can customize a proposal to your specification, particularly if it's something that might be very minor or might be very major. It's about understanding also what you might need to achieve in order for you to get to that next opportunity that's down the road. I think that we always have some opportunity in itself to experience this, especially if you have to put everything on the line. Don't think of coaching as just a luxury, especially with what I provide or even what other coaches provide, because it's actually a way that we can engage with ourselves and the ways in which we interact with the world. If we start to think of coaching as a luxury, we will never be able to grow that mindset from where we are at currently and moving it to the next level. That's why it's so important to get to know not only the coach that you work with that might be helping you to provide that opportunity, but it's also to ensure that you are not living in a life full of fear, insecurity, grief, or any other sort of problem that might be laced within your organization. These five things that I mentioned in this episode, coaching not simply being able to help others achieve their goals or overcome problems, working on yourself does not mean taking on everything all at once, being both professionally trained and personally experienced to handle many types of coaching situations, having many resources that I can provide to you as a client to help you succeed even if I don't have all the answers. And finally, coaching not being viewed as a luxury, especially if everything is on the line for yourself and your business, are just the stepping stones to having a broader conversation about what I am and what this business is all about. I have shared in countless episodes before this about the importance of just being able to listen, to grow, to be able to take yourself to that next level, which I've even defined what my business is with its values, and even the mission of what we're able to do. And what my personal struggles have been so far, getting to this point, have been something that has defined even me and have grown me to become who I am today. It's true. We all stand in front of a door of opportunity, in which I mentioned recently in an episode featuring Matthew Rhoda. But in that context, although I can't really go into detail right now, which I would love to in a future episode, I will say that because of all the experiences that I've been able to garner through my life and through all the different types of opportunities that have been blessed in my life, I want to pave the road forward for you, my future potential client. I know you have what it takes to be able to take it to that next level. And I'm willing to have that conversation with you so that you're able to see that best version of yourself. 
because you do have a voice in this ever-changing world. And I want to give you the relationships, confidence, and determination that I've been blessed with so that you have the opportunity to have your speaking voice be heard. I can't wait to hear from you because I think that it's really important to not only start you on that journey, but to take you to the stars wherever they might be. Thanks for listening to episode number 29 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.